Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Save it off hot water at 110 mil for just 34.99. Sun, sand and the summer breakfast. You're listening to SCNZ. Joe Burrow's first year. This is SENZ Breakfast at a quarter to ten. Uh, Mitch McLennig and Ricardo Ball in for Baz and Izzy. And uh, we are about to talk NFL uh, with Michael Carlson. Uh, I'll tell you what, what Michael Carlson doesn't know about NFL <laughs> is not worth knowing. Pretty much uh, the guy has commentated NFL for the BBC and Sky Sports in the UK. He's an American living in, in, in London. Went to college with Bill Belichick uh, and writes for a lot of the different uh, betting agencies as well uh, in the UK uh, and gives his uh, his wisdom there and also on his Patreon. Uh, talking about Michael Carlson who joins us now. Uh, g'day, Michael. Uh, season's greetings to you. Good to chat. Hey, Merry Christmas, Ricardo. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, man. Good, good. Uh, we're at the pointy end, aren't we? We're getting towards the pointy end of the NFL season. Uh, we've only got, what, a couple of rounds left and there's still so much up in the air. Yeah, it's um, it hasn't been this way in a long time at this stage of the season. Of course, there's an extra week this year. And just to make it more interesting, an extra team in each conference makes the playoffs. There's seven teams instead of six in each conference. And the way it's worked out is kind of strange because if there were only six teams, you'd have the sort of uh, six in the AFC would be pretty much the six teams with the best records. And uh, ditto in the NFC, except that Philadelphia and San Francisco would be fighting at the moment for the last place. And then for what you have as a result of the longer schedules is um, another eight or so teams some of whom actually have losing records right now, but are still in with a shot, mathematically at least, uh, in the final two weeks. It's a real mess. 
Yeah, so I see you, um, you've already got five teams who have clinched the playoff spots. You've got the Packers, Cowboys, the Rams, the Bucks, and the Cardinals. You know, who do you th- see filling up those last seven spots? Yeah, now in the NFC, um, the Cardinals have clinched a spot and the Rams have clinched a spot. One of them will win their division. But, of course, because there's seven teams in the playoffs now, only the top team will get a bye. It used to be with the six teams, you would have two buys. And, and a bye was, is really something to play for because you get the week's rest as well as playing the, um, if you're the top seed, you play the bottom seed. It, it looks to me like um, San Francisco is the better team than Philadelphia. Um, but the Eagles, the Eagles have a fairly easy, well, they play Washington and Dallas and San Francisco play Houston and the Rams. So, so they'll probably most likely stay the same in the same positions um, as it goes in. The Saints are, are playing tonight against Miami, but the Saints are using the fourth starting quarterback they've used this year, a rookie called Ian Book. And so the although they're at home, um, it would look like this is a plus for Miami. And Miami with a win, the Saints would drop to seven and eight. Miami would go to eight and seven, which is the same record as the Chargers and the Ravens uh, in that pack, chasing the the top six teams um, or seven teams in the AFC, where um, Kansas City is the only team that's clinched a playoff spot in the AFC. They've also won their division. Uh, the Titans have all but clinched their division because they hold a tiebreaker over the Colts. Um the Bengals, I think, are most likely to win the North. And Buffalo has the tiebreaker over New England in the East, but with Miami, if they win tonight, right behind them. So that, that's going to be an interesting, an interesting one to follow uh, as well. But it's also looking like, you know, if you're, if you're looking at the teams and the odds, you're probably thinking at this point Kansas City has reestablished themselves after – after a really shaky start to the season, as the best team in the AFC. In the NFC, it's probably either Green Bay or Tampa, which would make an interesting playoff matchup if they meet, because you'd have Tom Brady against the relatively young, in his terms, Aaron Rodgers, so sort of 44 years old against 38 years old as the two quarterbacks. It's interesting you you say, uh, Michael, about you know uh, teams who didn't start the season. Well, the Packers got the best record in the whole of the NFL at twelve and three. Yeah, if we dial it back to round one, remember they absolutely got smoked by New Orleans. What was the score there? Thirty-eight six, something along those lines, wasn't it? I mean, uh, it's amazing how they've turned yeah. it around. Yeah, um, and that I think that to me was simply a case of Aaron Rodgers turning it on. Um, you know there was there was an awful lot of a lot of um, dissatisfaction there in Green Bay over the summer. Uh, Rogers kind of you know making it plain he didn't really want to stay there for a long time, and um, they they go as far as he takes them. You know they, their defense is playing much better than it did last year, but last year they only lost three games as well. Um, their offense. He's got one great receiver in Devontae Adams. He's got one really good running back in Aaron Jones. But otherwise, the guys seem to be mostly role players who he makes better um, than, than you would expect. And um, he's had a really great season. To me, he's 
almost a shoe in at this point for the, for the league's MVP, most mm. valuable player award. Just touch on um, obviously some young uh, young quarterbacks coming through. Uh, Joe Burrows, you know, off the back of an incredible game against the Ravens. Um, you know, is it a real deal? Yeah, um, which which I thought last year, you know, before he got hurt in his rookie season, um, he was doing he was doing pretty well. Um, not necessarily as well as um, Justin Abair, Justin Herbert, um, and um, I, I think he. He had a phenomenal game, uh, showed all the poise in the world. He's got a great arm, obviously. Uh, reuniting with um, um, Jamar Chase, his, his teammate in college uh, at wide receiver, certainly made made a big difference for him. Mm. And, um, you know, Herbert's played very well for the Chargers, but the Chargers are not as good a team, as it turns out, as the Ravens. And, and the other funny thing is, oh, sorry, that's not the Ravens, the Bengals, um, if you'd asked me at the start of the season who would win the four divisions, I basically would have said seven of the eight teams that lead those divisions right now. And the only one that's a surprise is the Bengals, who myself and most other people were picking for last in a four-team division. Oh, wow. It's interesting. Uh, Michael, also, we've seen a turnaround in the, uh, used to be well known as the NFC least because, you know, they often saw teams come out of that, win the division with like a 6-10 and 10 record. But uh, the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> you know, with, uh, with, with with Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper, and they, they feel like they've got a lot of weapons. Uh, any chance that they could upset those two? Of, are you talking about the Bucks and the Pack? Um, I'm, I'm not sure that actually for all of the star power on offense, I'm not sure that they're as good an offensive team as Tampa or Green Bay. But what they have become is, is a really good defensive team as well. And it's taken them a while because Dan Quinn, the former uh, Atlanta head coach, became their defensive coordinator this year. And it took them a while, I think, to get their heads around the kind of defense he wants to play. And also, they have the player who will undoubtedly be the defensive rookie of the year in Micah Parsons, um, the rookie linebacker from Penn State, who basically... Weekend is higher phone line. Call Baz and Izzy anytime. 0800 150 811.